Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Texture nails this, Lee. What's that? This new diversity program where they're going to go out and recruit people, oh, yeah. the FAA. Yeah, right. Federal Aviation Administration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for all jobs, so baggage handler all the way up to pilot. Right. In their words, people who have severe intellectual disabilities or psychiatric disabilities. Okay. Texture nails this. Hey, Tara, people with psychiatric problems aren't allowed to own guns, but they can fly planes. Yes. If you're a Democrat, it makes sense. If you're having trouble grasping this, that's okay. Do what we always do at these times. Call Democrat Party headquarters. Well, apparently, They'll explain. Apparently, these uh, these new um, rules are already being enforced for the uh, occupants of the White House. So, Yeah, really. I mean, phew. Texture rates, hey, Tara, I care for people with severe intellectual disability, mm-hmm. and they can't work. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, God bless them. But you don't need to be flying a plane. And you know what else you don't need to be doing? You don't need to be coordinating the landing or takeoff of planes either. You don't need to do that. Anyway, Tara, I care for people with severe intellectual disability, and they can't work. They generally go into day uh, programs where they do activities. People with mild intellectual disabilities can work and can do a good job. So, But this is severe. Their yeah. words, not mine. It says severe yeah. intellectual disabilities. Yeah. They, I mean, at some point, you, you read that and you're like, is this a Babylon Bee headline? <laughs> yeah, really. Like they would write that, right? You know, and you th- would laugh. You're right. You're right. That's, it, it really sounds exactly like that. But this is, uh, this is a real thing. Speaking of other things that are real things, a draft of this abomination of a horror of a border deal that Mitch McConnell's been hatching behind yeah. our, do- our 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 um, backs. Yeah. And by the way, you need to call your senators about this. Tom Tillis is apparently backing this too up in North Carolina. We got to stop this thing, folks. We, if we don't stop this, Lee, we are going to have 30 million people on our border every year, which I think is the goal of the Uniparty. They want to replace you. They do. And they want to bust your wages down in the meantime. And this will do that. Listen to this. This, I mean, just the full horror of this. You can't even wrap your mind around. Think about this for a minute. This would allow in, it says, Joe Biden, you can have, okay, we're going to give you 5,000 illegals a day. Wait, just off the top? Yeah, he gets to let in 5,000 illegals off the day, you know, every day. That is, by the way, 1.825 million a year illegally. Every one of those is a crime under federal law, but we're going, hey, a little crime here, a little crime there. We don't care. We'll just overlook it. If it runs 5,000 a day for more than 10 days in a row, they give Joe Biden 
this new extra enforcement authority. He doesn't need it. He already has all the authority he yeah. needs, but they give him instant enforcement authority, which he essentially already has, right? But do they make him use it? No, just if he feels like it. So what do we get in this deal? Nothing. This is just the normalization of Joe Biden's border flood. And hey, a decision, we're going to take 1.8 million illegals a year. But wait, everybody who is let it released into the country automatically will now get, in addition to their free phone and free plane tickets, a work permit right there at the border. Wait, wait, wait. So if I'm a computer program designer, physicist, doctor, nurse, I want to begin to compete for white-collar jobs. I can just get, I just go to the border. I say, excuse me, hello, I'm here, and I would like my work permit. Can I have it? Yeah, they'll just give it to you. This is going to impoverish the heck out of America. Now, think about what else Joe Biden is doing, because this is not in here, but we know it because we're next level for information on this show. Joe Biden got caught flying illegal immigrants into the country, too. 250,000 of them in two years, right? Every one of them is going to get a permit. So you're going to start to see these white-collar people come in here and bust the wages down as they have for the working class who have not gotten a raise since 1976. That's why they're poor. Used to be working class, used to make a good living. You can't anymore because of what the Democrats and some Republicans have done, Lee. They're doing this now. So anybody who flies in on the border app, they're still illegal immigrant, doesn't matter, they get a permit. Anybody who shows up at the border, they get a permit to work too. Goodbye. Goodbye to your wages. Just goodbye. Forget it. It's Katie bar the door. We're going to have 30 million people at this border. So what do we get as Republicans since this is, by the way, the McConnell-Lankford deal? Republicans came up with this with Chuck Schumer. What do we get? Ukraine funding. Well, weren't they already going to give that to us, though? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Okay, here's a question. If we're going to let 1.8 million people come in here and make the rest of us poor, if that is now our policy, okay, then let's have them come through Ellis Island. Let's vet them, Lee, right? Let's do this legally. I don't want to do that, okay? But if we're going to, at least let's not make sure we don't have the next dirty shoe bomber on that plane or at the board. Let's make sure we're not taking the guy with the IED in his backpack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we're not talking going to take the guy with the rocket launcher who's going to take down the next Boeing plane. It's going to come down cuz of a terrorist we let across the border. Let's close the border then, damn it, and vet these people. So we can at least live. We'll be poor, but we can at least live. No. I, w- I wish these Republican no. negotiators would maybe read a good book on it like Art of the Deal. <laughs> like if you're going to make a deal, get something out of it. They don't apparently seem to have any interest of getting any, you know, conservative ideas advanced. Here's the crazy thing. We don't have jobs. We just found out that fully 40 percent of the payroll jobs reported last year were fake. They were faked by the Biden administration. Twenty percent of all jobs were fake. Four hundred thirty nine thousand. They quietly readjusted it over Christmas. Right. We we don't have the hiring engine we had. So the only the only thing you're accomplishing by bringing these people in here is to make everyone poor, to make sure they work for less. You could build a slave class. That's what the wages are going to do. And that's where I think the Republicans are. I think that they hate their voters. I I think that they have the disdain for their voters that the Democrats do. So this is Mitch McConnell 
and Lankford. By the way, if you're up in North Carolina, Tom Tillis, you might want to give him a call. He thinks this is a great idea, reportedly. If you are in South Carolina, you need to get a hold of Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott. You know what? Look, um, I, Tim Scott, who knows? Lindsey Graham, who knows what they'll do? Lindsey will surprise you sometimes. Let's hit his office. Let's at least try it. Let's fight because we cannot have this. This can, Lee, what this is is permanent open borders. Yeah. Rest of our lives, you show up here, you get a work permit, the whole damn world is going to be here. And you know what? We pl- we pay- I paid, played that audio for you last week from Al Gore, and he's like, yeah, a million migrants are going to, we're going to have a million. I'm like, how do you, I mean, sorry, a billion, not a million. And I'm thinking, wow, that, what he's telling you is this is their goal for the Western world, a billion migrants that would be here in Europe right well how and I was, was even saying last week wondering how they're going to get him here you just saw how they're going to get him here but that's just not sustainable as, as Al Gore no, they don't likes care. to use that word that they is not care. sustainable they don't care they don't care look it's going to be hand over fist fighting for any job there is wages are going to hit rock bottom that's what they want that's what they get paid to do when they go up there so look if you I, I, here's how you get a hold of Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, Tom Tillis, whatever state you're listening in, you could text our text line. I'll send you the link. 71307 is the text line. Text Senate. 71307. We'll send you a form. You can fill out your address, find out who your senator is if you don't know, and there's contact information right there. Give them a call. Um, just by saying this, Lee, I guarantee I've already filled up their voicemail. Um, give them an email. Call them later. Vent. Um, but this, by the way, we weren't even supposed to find out they were doing this. It, a draft of it leaked. Yeah. This is what they do with their time up there. Yeah. And you know what's really sad? Mitch McConnell is the leader of the Republican Party. He is the highest ranking elected official in our party. Trump is obviously not elected right now, so he is not technically the head of the party, right? He might be spiritually or he might be, you know, whatever. But no, Mitch McConnell is the head of the party. And he's up there working on amnesty as fast as he can go because this is an amnesty. Is what this is. I mean, it's outrageous. Oh, one more thing. When you look at the uh, exit polling from Iowa and you look at what people care about, um, we are now beginning to see this immigration thing is such a disaster that it's beginning to pull up there with the budget in terms of concern. And people should be terrified. Hundreds of terrorists we've caught um, just the last year. So here's the thing. If the Republicans do this, they are taking the onus off Joe Biden. They're saying, no, 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 it's no. our border. It's our open border. No, 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 you ju- No, it's cool. We're going to go ahead and we're going to allow 2 million illegals in here every year. Well, then, you know what? That's all Joe's got to say is, look, this is our open border. This is Republicans, too. And it gets a pass on the issue. So it's like they're trying to help him win. With friends like that, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs enemies? Got that right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Folks, they're not even hiding it. You know how California has $68 billion with a B dollars in the hole on their budget? Just said, hey, we'll give free health insurance to illegal immigrants. And if they're poor, they just get it for free. Just come to California. Why would they do that when they're already broke? Those people from all over the world who have health problems, God bless them, are going to go straight to California. I would. Shoot. I'm living in Guatemala in a hovel. I've got arthritis that causes me pain or some other problem. I've got cancer. You bet I'm walking. Yep. And they will. Why are the Democrats doing that? These are already blue states. They don't need more blue voters. Or do they? Well, I'll tell you why a lot of this is happening. There was a Supreme Court ruling less than a decade ago. One of the worst of my lifetimes. And you know how in the Constitution you get... It says you apportion or you reward congressional districts based on how many people live there, right? So if you live in a state that's failing, like California, where everybody's fleeing because it's misery, liberalism is misery when it's enacted, um, and people are fleeing, guess what happens? You lose congressional districts. Well, the Supreme Court ruled that they have to count illegal immigrants. So even though illegals can't vote in federal elections, they still have to be counted if they're present for congressional apportionment. In other words, the Democrats can't get Americans to live in their filthy third world hellholes that they are creating. But what they want to do is offer illegals health insurance, get them in there so they can be counted by the census, and then they get the districts back, the congressional districts back. That's how they're using them. And that's not just a theory of mine. This is New York Democrat, because what other kind would say this, Representative Yvette Clark. And she's talking to her fellow Democrats. She's saying, don't turn them away. I'm in Brooklyn, man. I need more illegals in my district so I can keep my district. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a diaspora that, that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. And, I, that, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the, 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 the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the end. I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district, but just for redistricting purposes. And those members could could clearly uh, fit here. Members? Members. Those members could fit here. This is a crime! Oh my God. These people. I swear. Well, while we're on insanity, did you hear this? This is making the rounds. So we're already talking about the neurodiversity thing. This, this neurodiversity thing is going to be a big deal. You are going to see where you work in federal agencies recruit mentally ill people. Like go looking for them to hire and then put them in positions of power. It's called neurodiversity. It's a movement. And it says you're not really crazy just because you see things that aren't there. You're just part of a spectrum we should celebrate. You know what the Democrats celebrate always means include. Include always means got to hire. So we're just talking about the airlines, right? Speaking of which, this is 
United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby, he's doing an interview with liberal Axios. Apparently, there won't just be pilots in the future. There'll be DEI pilots. In other words, we're not going to choose the best and the brightest. I'll let him explain. We have committed that 50% of the class of, of the classes will be women or people of color. Uh, today, only 19% of our pilots at United Airlines are women or people of color. And by the way, from all the data I've seen, that's the highest of any airline in the country. So half are going to be women or minority. Look, I am a woman. And if you hired her because she's a woman, I don't want to get on her plane. I don't, I don't want that. I want the best pilot. I don't give a rip what their gender is or their nationality race. I I don't care. I just want the best one. Now listen to how they, so they're going to go 50% off the top. Women or minorities. Forget the qualifications. Forget who dies. Doesn't matter. Gotta have the diversity. It gets worse. Wait till you hear who will be doing the hiring, according to the CEO of United Airlines. By the way, this uh, interview was done more than a year ago. It's just kind of now coming back to light with everything going on with Boeing. And so this is already happening at United. Just so you know, you you fly the friendly skies. Maybe you die the friendly skies. It's just all about, you know, again, I keep telling you, Democrats... It, to to a dead, the way they think it is worse to offend somebody than to kill them. It is better for them to be dead than offended. Now you and I are like, no, no, no. We'd rather be offended. They don't care. Here's Scott Kirby, CEO of United have, Airlines. Uh, programs to one of the things we do is for every job when we do an interview, we require women and people of color to be involved in, in the interview process, bringing people in early in their careers um, as well, uh, and giving them those opportunities uh, and creating a stronger vision. Texter writes, if my family were killed on an airplane, I would be offended. Yeah, death doesn't count, though. It never dies. It's like if 30 people die during the Democrat insurrection, during which they did $2 billion worth of damage, protesting, I I don't even know, police? Like, that doesn't count. I mean, yeah, I guess they're dead, but if the Democrats were offended, then it does. See what I mean? Human life days doesn't mean anything. Texture rates, hey, Tira, the FAA took my pilot license because of the meds I take for PTSD. I'm a combat veteran. God bless you. Texture rates, um, let's see. Uh, Texture rates, uh, the FAA does not hire the airline pilots. No, but they do regulate the airlines that do. And you better bet you these people, they're recruiting. You think they recruit people for no reason? No, no. This is coming to the airlines. This is the kind of thing we need to scream bloody murder about. Uh, Texture writes... Tara, the DEI assumption is that white heterosexual males are hired because they are white heterosexual males, not because of merit. So therefore, they can fix it by just hiring people based on race or gender or neurodiversity. Texture rates, Tara, I can tell you that United is having many issues with the DEI hires in the, oh God, piloting ranks, really? Can you give me some further details? You text me on the text line 71307. So this is already happening at United. I mean, we knew that Scott Kirby did this interview. It's more than a year old. Wow. Okay. 
See, I just don't want to hear that they're in the piloting ranks. That's really, really frightening. Especially if you're going to have doors blowing out. you got to have a pilot who figures out what to do real fast. Uh, texture rights members, comrades, same thing. By the way, what you're watching is Marxism. It's full-on Marxism. Look, if you want to... They call it diversity, but that's not what this is. If you want to understand what this is, you've got to read a book, one of my favorite books of all time. Ayn Rand wrote it. It's called We the Living. And Ayn Rand, before she lived in America, she lived in the USSR. She did, grew up there. She watched the revolution and she saw the changes, right? Everybody in that kind of society is valued. China's very much like this too, according to their worth to the party. So, and you're seeing this, we call it dual justice because that's part of it is the justice system. Different rights for different folks based on their perceived membership in a group, right? So, if you're Group X or Group Y and, oh, look, you vote highly for the Democrat Party, then your interests will be championed over those, over others who do not. This is why there is a war on white males. It's not because they're white or because they're male. It's because nobody votes right wing more than white males in this country. Statistically, we see this again and again. So they are under fire and the left is is systematically cutting them out of everything, out of jobs, um, out of entrance to college. Uh, they are just being wiped out because of the way that they vote. But if you were in the right grievance group, things like laws don't apply to you. Uh, you, you know, norms don't apply to you. You move to the front of the line for hiring and they're pushing this down into industry and private employment. That's what this is. It is, it is classic Marxism. It's not diversity it's not it's just a new way diversity is a new way to ma to measure the value of groups to the party and in these societies everything revolves around the party your the, the worth of your life is whatever the measure is of the party if you're valuable to the party great if not you go to the back line that's how it works So Trump uh, setting a historic win in Iowa, 51%. Very interesting what is going on there because it's something we've never seen before. We've never seen the Democrats take this level of interest in our primary and pump tens of millions of dollars into a person they believe is one of them, Nikki Haley. We've never seen numbers like Nikki Haley's before they're very very strange in that 50 percent of those who support her are not republicans you mean in the republican primary yeah the democrats have have run and i've played you some of the audio a very understated campaign to get their democrat voters and liberal voters who are independents to go infiltrate our primaries and vote for nikki and it's not a small effort they've put millions and millions of dollars into it in fact, nearly half of Haley's supporters plan to vote for Joe Biden uh, for president. So she is truly a backup. She's, she is truly the Trojan horse. I've played this every hour today. If you listen to me all the way through, forgive me. People need to hear this. Vivek Ramaswamy came in at 7% in Iowa. He dropped out, but not before leaving us with this warning about Nikki. That's what's happening in plain sight. 
and I'm going to ask you to open your eyes. They want to narrow this down to a two-horse race between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, a puppet who they can control. Then they want to eliminate Donald Trump this spring or whenever it is and trot their puppet into the White House. It's hiding in plain sight. We're not going to look back a year from now and say, oh, we were shocked that that happened. I think we're going to look back a year from now and say, how could we not see that happening when every clue was hiding in plain sight? It's all I'm asking is to open your eyes, see the plot. It's staring us in the face. It's a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes the truth hurts and we have to open our eyes to see it. It's so funny because what this means is people voting for Nikki don't actually like her because they're Democrats. Just nine precision UK Daily Mail, just nine percent of those who planned to planned a caucus for Haley. So this was before the Iowa caucus. Just nine percent of those who planned a caucus for Haley said they were extremely enthusiastic about her. Only 30 percent said they were very enthusiastic. Why? They're Democrats. I can't imagine the effort this is taking. I mean, they they had to have them on buses. They were driving them in. They were rounding them up. This is a huge operation on their part. Uh, This is a pollster um, with the Des Moines Register, or talking to the Des Moines Register, I should say. Andy Selzer, quote, her enthusiasm numbers, again, I just think they are the edge of jaw-dropping. That 61% of her voters are just mildly enthusiastic or not that enthusiastic seems at odds with a candidate moving up. He's never seen this before. Of course he hasn't seen this before. Because he hasn't seen a Republican, 61% of whose uh, you know, support is Democrat in the primary. Look, and again, this, folks... If you listen to my Battleground America podcast, this is old news for you, and I apologize if it feels redundant this morning. I've been saying this for a year. I did not know which Democrat would be the one they'd Trojan horse. I didn't know if it would be Tim Scott or Nikki Haley. But I said, this is a move by Bush, Inc. to take back the party. And Bush, Inc. is a Democrat operative machine. They are controlled opposition. What this is, is a grassroots battle. And there's two fights going on. Donald Trump wants to be president. There's that. But I've been talking about since he took office, there's this other battle for the control of the party, the apparatus, the fundraising machine. Excuse me, the fundraising machine. This is the Bush wing trying to take control of the party back, the control they've had since uh, after Daddy Bush was the president. And they took over the party, kicked the conservatives out. It was a nightmare. All right, so they're trying to get that control back through Nikki Haley, and the Democrats are trying to help them. That is what is going on here. Here's pollster John McLaughlin on Bill O'Reilly. And the reason I'm spending so much time on this is because folks in in South Carolina, um, half the state is going to have no idea she's really a Democrat when they go to the polls because they don't get this radio station. We do cover the other half the state, though. She can't come in second. She will have a claim to that nomination if they manage to put him in prison before this election. And you may say, I don't care. But just 60 percent of Republicans say they'll vote for him if he gets convicted. That's 40 who are not there. The Democrats are setting up a massive fight. They want to tear the party right down the middle. Here's pollster. It's it's absolutely genius. Here's pollster John McLaughlin on this on Bill O'Reilly show. The same thing's going on in New Hampshire. In fact, last Friday, 
the the Haley campaign put sixteen million dollars into digital ads, which are hard to trace. But she's getting the money from Democrat donors, people like Reid Hoffman, who owns LinkedIn, who's funding court cases against Trump to embarrass him to help Joe Biden. So Nikki Haley has been quoted saying, I don't care where the money comes from. I'll yeah, it. she doesn't care. She wants to win. Texter writes, hey, Tara, it was actually nice to see what you've been predicting come to shape live on the air last night. Even dependents on Fox News were talking about it and how hot it was. Yeah, no, I've been saying this since last year on Battleground and on this show. Watch out. This is a two-step play, not a one-step play. Get Trump in front of, front of blue state juries, both at the federal and the state level. Get him in front of multiple blue state juries to ensure you get the conviction. Then pick the number two who will replace him, thus controlling all choices that the electorate has. Texter writes, wow, you are desperate for DeSantis to not come in third. Yes, I am. It's not a plot. I'll tell you, I am scared. I am literally frightened. So if you're not voting for Trump in South Carolina, you must vote for DeSantis or you're going to get a Democrat. They are laughing at us. She is laughing at you. She is so in your face. Do you see, have you seen what she's doing? She does this. She telegraphs. This is why when she's asked, hey, would you hunt, pardon Hunter Biden? The only answer, the only correct answer is no. I'm going to respect the will of the jury. No, she wouldn't commit either way. Why? Because her Democrat donors would get mad. Headline, UK Daily Mail. This is the kind of stuff she's doing. Nikki Haley campaigns in Iowa with a she who dares wins sweater from pro-Palestine designer uh, who called Hamas terror uh, attack revenge. Huge fan of the Hamas terror attack. What is she doing? She's telegraphing to Democrats. The first time she wore it on the campaign trail, uh, she got all kinds of coverage, including from the UK Daily Mail. She's wearing it again. She knows. She knows. She knows what she's doing. This is her subtly saying to Democrats, I'm one of you. Um, Come on. I'm one of you. I know you don't want to vote for me. Come on. Vote for me. This is why half her voters are not Republicans in the Republican primary or caucus. We've never seen this before. But it is exactly, my Battleground America listeners are nodding their head. Yes, we've been talking about this for a year. So I'm glad Fox News catching up. I could see, um, you know, all of the walnut shells moving around on the board. And it's brilliant because the only reason they're getting away with this, normally Nikki Haley would be done months ago, right? Nobody's paying attention to her. Because they're like, yeah, Trump's would be the nominee. I, you know, they're, Nikki, whatever. I don't care. I don't have to find out about her. I don't have to learn about her. And that's how they're able to sail her under the radar. But she's going to come out above the radar soon because they're going to try to put Trump in prison and shove her to the forefront. They're all in on it. Trust me. And this is this is a uniparty move, too. It's not even just the Democrats. To once and for all rip the MAGA movement out by... The roots, the populist movement, the people's movement, the movement for the little guy and for freedom. They want to crush it. And Nikki Haley, this time, is their murder weapon. Now, here's where this gets really interesting. 
if the Democrats can pull this off. The Democrats actually have their own candidate in our primary. We've never seen this before. Nikki Haley, she's not even hiding it. Here's where this gets really interesting, okay? So she came in third in Iowa, but next is New Hampshire. New Hampshire is a very liberal Republican state. It's not a good state for Ron DeSantis at all. It's a perfect state for Nikki Haley. She's got the endorsement of the governor there who is very much a rhino Republican, a squish, Democrat light, right? Well, here's the thing right now. Just to give you an example. Trump is at 44% in New Hampshire in the polling, right? Well, most of the polls taken have Haley at around 28, 29%, but that was with Chris Christie in the race, 12 points there. So if Haley sops up Christie's support, she's running neck and neck with Trump now. She's in the margin of error in New Hampshire. I'm not saying she's going to beat him, but I'd keep my eye on it. She'd be a close second. She's not far from from clinching that number two spot, which may actually be the number one spot in this primary. She's not far off of it because the contest that's in between there, you go to, well, you go to New Hampshire after Iowa, she's going to dominate there. DeSantis isn't even competing there. He's at like 5%. I think it's like a rounding error. Five to seven because it's just kind of a hopeless state for him because he's not a liberal. Well, then you've got South Carolina where she's planning on coming in strong as number two. So people are like, why are you spending so much? Because we have to stop her. We've got weeks to stop her or she may be our nominee. Have you noticed the Republican leadership? Super quiet. It's real weird, isn't it? I mean, talk about Mitch McConnell. You're talking about all these people who, during the era of Russia collusion, were so very worried that Trump might be a Russian agent. They were extremely concerned. So concerned they had to do multiple investigations. But... He's got 91 felony charges. They don't have a word to say about it. They're, no, it's cool. It's good. Fine. No, we're not talking about it. You think they would be out there going, hey, you know, whatever. They're saying they're not. They're quiet. Why? Because they, they're in on this. They know what the plan is. They're going to let the Democrats take care of their problem. They're not going to step in it. And they know their girl is right there. So... What I would tell you at this point, you live in South Carolina and you're not voting for Trump, you need to vote for DeSantis. He needs to beat her here. It's the only way I can think of to stop her. Because otherwise, she's going to have a claim to the mantle. And if he is physically in prison, there is going to be a large-scale move to replace him on the ballot with her. And folks, I say this to people like, no, Trump, folks. This is not my opinion. This is the Dem- they had the Democrats. They have spent tens of millions of dollars. They do not do that because they're confused. They're too smart for that. These people don't write checks of that caliber. You don't have Jamie Dimon, Hillary's Wall Street fundraiser, come in and fundraise for Nikki Haley. You don't have Reed Hoffman, who's a hardcore Democrat, billionaire founder of LinkedIn, and he just starts writing checks and fundraising because they're confused. They're not confused. They know exactly what they're doing. Whatever the argument is that are being made to these fundraisers, they're buying it. They are backing Nikki and they have given her tens of millions of dollars. What do they know? Because you don't write a check that big unless you got some powerful evidence that it's going to be worth it. Because you know what? Think about it. This is going to end up being about $30 million. Well, that's a Senate seat. I mean, you could, eas- and you could easily take a Senate seat with that. Spending it on Nikki? That's where this comes. This is not my opinion. I'm watching what they're doing, and it's scaring me. 
They know something. They're very convinced of something or they wouldn't spend this kind of money. Texture rates, they are all against Trump, those rhinos. And finally, texture rates, if they can't define what a woman is, how can they do this? Oh, because they know what a Democrat is, no matter what the woman claims. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.